0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services.
1: This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Eric Thurston, the president and CEO of SurePoint Technologies, a provider of client management, practice management, and financial management software to law firms nationwide. Hi, Eric. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, All right. Thanks so much for having me on your show. It's a pleasure.
1: It's my privilege, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and your new role at Shorepoint Technologies.
0: Sure. I've been in the software industry for a lot of years. long time ago, I worked at Oracle and SAP, so I've worked for very large software companies. And then probably 15, a little over 15 years ago, started working in smaller software companies that are private equity-backed. And I've done that ever since, and I just absolutely love it. Uh, I think the private equity model offers so much to these type of firms with helping them, founders, exit a business, sell the business, provide capital to invest, which is part of what we're doing at SurePoint. And so I've done that across four or five companies. And at this point, I'm an expert in mm-hmm. vertical software, which SurePoint certainly is focused on law firms. And you know, how do we offer the best solution the best value proposition to our customers which really you know is going to span across it's not just the product it's how we service them and and how we help them run their business better and so that's a little bit of my background and I'm I'm very excited to be here there's it's a great business there's a tremendous amount of opportunity and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it
1: Surepoint has acquired several prominent companies over the past few years including ContactEase and Coyote Analytics how are you looking to integrate them into a unified offering?
0: Certainly, those were two very strategic acquisitions that really complemented the portfolio. And ultimately, the goal is to offer more to our customers, more things that they need, more solutions. So I'll get an overview of how they've been integrated to this point. I know that it was paused for a period of time when there was an interim CEO in the role. And so the goal ultimately is to integrate those both from a brand perspective, from a product you know that could be integrating the products. sometimes you want to share intellectual property across the products. Maybe one does better than another one. And so how do we leverage the technology as well as ultimately you know meeting the needs of those customers? So operationally, we want uh, the support experience, the service experience to be common if you own multiple products from us. And so it's really an integration across every aspect is as you would expect. And so I'll dig into that, figure out kind of where we're at, where we push the pause button, and then we'll get going on on that again here very quickly.
1: You mentioned your experience working for private equity-backed companies like SurePoint. How are they unique?
0: They're all very unique and very similar at the same time. The uniqueness comes into the vertical market that they serve and the needs of that market. So, you know, different markets are going to need different things in the solution. And so you've got to learn how to build what that market needs. You can't build what's called maybe more simple generic solution and hope that it's going to work. You often have to solve the more difficult problems in a great way for that vertical. So software that you're going to sell to a law firm, you're not going to sell into a manufacturing company. They're just very different needs. So the uniqueness is in learning what those challenges are and then building the product in a way that it's scalable, repeatable, and we can service our customers. And so that's really the uniqueness of it. And then there's the commonality becomes in just how you execute on on that and how you run the business in an efficient and effective manner.
1: What opportunities do you see for law firms to learn more about how software companies are thinking about growing and scaling that will apply to them?
0: I've had a few questions lately around, I'm not an expert in law firms. And I would hope people don't want me to be. They want me to be an expert in building great software and servicing their needs. And you know, I think one of the things that's, that really is helpful is what I would call more of a partnership, building a relationship between the law firm and the software company. Because you know, our software works, yet different firms experience it differently. Somebody might call up and say, this doesn't work. Well, it could be just how they've been trained, how they're using it. And so part of that is leverage the, the technology that you have and then work with that vendor on, Hey, we do these three other things, you know, engage with, you know, we have customer advisory boards that impact our roadmap and what we're going to build and develop. You know, sometimes we do an acquisition to help meet those needs because you can't possibly build it in time. And so it might sound kind of simple, but one of the things is to just learn to work with the software vendor again we wouldn't be around this long if the software didn't work. And so if it's not working for you, let's figure that out and make it better. So your, your business is more efficient, more seamless, and you can focus on all those things that you're trying to do and get done efficiently in your firm.
1: You noted a range of experience with different technology companies. How does legal technology compare to others that you've served?
0: It compares from the perspective of this is a mission critical system to these firms. You got to enter time, you've got to um, process uh, payroll, you've got to get financials done and reporting and all that sort of thing. And so there's always some uniqueness in that for every industry. And this is mission critical. So if this isn't working, we're going to hear about it. I've been in different verticals where we've had products that are maybe more of a a utility, that if it goes down, it's a pain in the neck, but it doesn't slow down their business or doesn't stop their business. And so. You know, I would say that's one of the differences here. And what we do is provide that mission-critical software solution. And that dictates the relationship too. So we have to make sure the word we're providing, we're responsive, we're easy to work with, and easy to deal with because, boy, when there's an issue, we need to fix it for you quickly. So that's a uniqueness here. Demanding customers, which is, is fine. I have no issue with that. They should be. And they expect us to perform. And, you know, that's a great challenge for us as an organization.
1: How can new leaders most effectively get to know their customers?
0: Meet with them in person. <laughs> I've actually got uh, several video calls set up with customers over the next two or three weeks, which is great. And I appreciate everybody that's going to take the time, but I'm also going to hit the road and just, you know, go city to city. But the goal is is at least a trip uh, specific to this every month, so a week a month and meet and learn from our customers again. What are we doing well? What are we not doing well? And what would they like us to do? And so the best there's just no better way. And then obviously meeting with the employees. Our employees have so much knowledge. You know, we have a lot of um, great industry experience in the in the business. And so when I'm not meeting with customers, the goal will be to meet with them and to bring those two points of view together because that's really important. And that's the quickest way to do it. If I sat in my office and, and didn't hit the road, it'd be a pretty slow path. So that's what I'm doing.
1: What's your mission for the first 60 days?
0: The goal is to learn. You know, you come in with certain impressions from the due diligence I did prior to coming in, but it's really just to learn and not to change anything dramatically. You know, I I told the team yesterday, things will change just because I ask questions differently. For example, people feel the pressure of a new leader. And what I want to do is to try and um, come in in a manner of which, you know, let the team know I support them, let the customers know I support them, And just really learn, because it's easy to come in and maybe make some decisions that I don't have the full knowledge of that could be ultimately harmful to the business, and I just don't want to do that. I've got a lot of experience, and so you see things and you're kind of like, well, maybe that's something we should work on, but it's really being patient and learning.
1: How do you see the business and even legal technology more broadly evolving this year?
0: I don't know that I'm in the best position to really answer that. Want to make sure that I listen before I form some of those opinions. You know, as I mentioned, I'm not an expert on this industry. I'm an expert on technology and and the software to to help the industry. So the one thing I do know is it's a consolidating industry. There's a lot of change. There's a lot of dynamics in play. There was a big acquisition announced today, for example. And so I think there's going to continue to be a lot of that. And certainly, if I'm in a firm and I'm, I would keep an eye on some of those things and see what's going on. Certainly, ChatGPT is a great unknown. I had an interesting conversation today about that. And to me, that is a big frontier that we all need to keep an eye on over the next 18, 24 months and, and beyond that, certainly. So, you know, that and then I think just getting through the economy, everything going on with interest rates and disruption and all of those sort of things. And for us, we need to make sure that we stay the course, run a good business, and don't let those things negatively impact us. So a lot of things I think to keep an eye on. I'm sure I'll have more opinions and I know you do yourself as I've been in the industry a little bit longer.
1: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Eric Thurston, the new president and CEO of SurePoint Technologies, a provider of client management, practice management, and financial management software to law firms nationwide. Eric, I'm wishing you the very best of luck in your new role, and thanks so much
0: for your time today. Thanks, Ari, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.